You're listening to Get Woke Wellington, brought to you by the National Council of Women's Wellington Branch. Ko Prudence Tokuengwa. Ko Harita Tokuengwa. Ko Lily Tokuengwa. Ko Aisha Tokuengwa. We're NCW branch members and your Get Woke Wellington hosts. This show allows the National Council of Women to support and inform what us Welly women want in our communities. We also want to raise awareness about the National Council of Women's activities and encourage your membership. You can visit our website or follow us on Facebook and Instagram to find out more. Today we're interviewing Isabel and Rihanna, who are both on the board of the YWCA Greater Wellington Branch. They're also launching a fund very soon, actually, and that's what they're here to talk about. Welcome, ladies. Thank you. Hold on. So, first things first, tell our listeners exactly what the YWCA is, what you guys do, and what your roles within it is. Sure. Um... So the YWCA is a proudly feminist organisation uh, and we're all about championing uh, gender equality, um, both in Aotearoa and internationally. Uh, so we're part of the, the World YWCA uh, and that has a presence in 120 countries and it reaches out to about 25 million women. Um, all about yeah, championing gender equality, uh, but within Aotearoa New Zealand, we've been around since, I think, 1878, so quite a while. Yep. Uh, and our focus is about you know, supporting activism, um, driving towards systemic change, and then also creating opportunities for young women um, to step into leadership roles, to um, enhance their own communities. Uh, we also do things like emergency and transitional housing in, in places like Christchurch. Um, but Rihanna and I are from the, the Wellington YDCA, and we've recently started back up again and our biggest focus is to launch um, a fund for young women called Ehine. I think one of the most like unique things about the fund, I mean, first of all, when you just hear the name like Ehine, it is modelling like the biculturalism mm. that we are hoping to achieve um, as we, you know, re-establish um, the Y in the Greater Wellington region. Um, but also it kind of mirrors the fact that, you know, the YWCA, um, it has moved quite a long way, I think, since, you know, um, it was established in 1878. Mm. Um, and we're trying to, I guess, like bust um, myths about, you know, women um, only being able to participate, I guess, in what you would traditionally call, you know, women's issues or what, what were labelled strictly women's issues, when actually it's about women being able to determine or having that self-determination and being in all spaces. Yep. Um, and so what we're trying to achieve with the fund, I guess, and the way that we've designed it, which I'm sure we'll talk about soon, um, is that it's kind of limitless in the sense that we mm. want women to be able to kind of decide how they apply to the fund, how they use the fund, so there's no kind of restrictions, I guess, on kind of what you can use the funding for. And so we're really just about, I guess, women being able to be um, and achieve what they want to achieve, whatever whatever that is. Yeah. Um, so I think, yeah, that's one of the unique things, I guess, about, you know, the co-power behind why we're establishing this fund. Yeah. It sounds like, in a lot of ways, it sounds similar to what we do at National Council of Women. We're mm -hmm. like, we kind of help women do and be, like, whatever it is that they want to do in life, like, broadly mm -hmm. speaking. Um, so with the fund that you're launching on 18th of July, 
what exactly is it about? How do people, how can people apply for it or take part in it? Um, I guess I'll kind of, this, this leads really well onto what I was saying before. And I think the biggest theme that the fund is trying to achieve, like overall, is access and like access to funding. Um, and I think going back to the way in which we've designed the fund, um, there is massive power and I guess women collectivizing in a way that is not necessarily like prescribed or imposed on them. And so the fund is aimed at, I guess, providing funding to um, collectives of women doing and achieving whatever they want to achieve. Mm. Um, and I guess another thing that is behind that and something that is really, um, I guess, something that we wish to acknowledge in our history is that um, 50% of the funds come from the Māori Women's Transfer Fund. Um, and so we are carrying, I guess, that kaupapa and that relationship through to today um, when we launched the fund this year. Um, and being really strong that basically, you know, 50% of the money just as a baseline, you know, needs to go to Māori women, mm. Māori wahine, um, within the greater Wellington region. Um, and so, again, that kind of links back to, um, you know, honouring tetiriti and kind of really living, I guess, or trying to live that bicultural mm. model. Mm. Totally. And then I guess the only other part of our kaupapa I would add is that when we were thinking about creating this fund in the first place, um, we sort of looked at the community sector and we realised that actually it can be quite hard to access funding. Like it can be quite complex. You have to write these complicated applications. Uh, sometimes you have to prove that you're a registered charity. There's a lot yep. of work for, for mm -hmm. people, especially for young people and young women. Uh, and so our vision for this fund is about just easy, flexible, community-friendly access to money so that you're not wasting all your time trying mm -hmm. to search out for funds and instead, we're just getting money out to communities and to young women to, to do the work that they're already doing. Yeah. yeah. I know what you mean um, in terms of like having to fill out lots and lots of paperwork for grants because we've been through the same thing at NCW. Mm -hmm. Whenever you're trying to apply for funding of any type or grants, you have to yeah, prove that the money is going to the cause that you've said it's going to and that you know, mm -hmm. you're not using it for your own pocket type of thing. Um, and sometimes... When you're doing this type of stuff voluntarily, sometimes it's like you've got so much paperwork to prove and, you know, mm. this and that, that sometimes it just becomes too onerous. Totally. Um, so, like, you know, for our application form for this fund, you know, people are going to have to answer a couple of questions. Yeah. But it's going to be as flexible as possible. You can do a short video if you want. You could put together a song or a poem or just mm. even a paragraph just talking about who you are and what you want to achieve for your community. Yeah. Um, and then we'll just make the process as quick and easy as we can um, because we're all about removing those barriers for, yep. for young women. That's yep. awesome. So is there any limit to how much groups and people can apply for or is it depending on the project it is that they want to do with the money? So there's no limit as such, but our first funding round is going to be about $10,000 worth. Yep. So I guess that in and of itself means that our core kind of focus is small good things, you know, small projects that, that help women out in their communities. But in terms of within that money, there's there's no limit. You know, if you've got an outstanding project that mm. is um, needs quite a bit of funding, then we are here to stand behind it. 
Yeah. Likewise, you know, if you're just looking for a hundred bucks to put together um, a lunch for a conference that you're organising, like we'll totally help you out with that as well. Yeah. Oh, that's really good. Um, yeah, I can imagine a lot of groups will be looking into that because even for like, you know, putting together a few hundred dollars to take your your volunteer team out for lunch, for example, even mm. sometimes that is like hard to scrape the money together for. So totally. this, yeah, this type of thing would be perfect. I can already off the top of my, top of my mind think of so many groups that would jump at this opportunity. Um, so when it comes to the actual YWCA, what type of women or what type of groups tend to become a part of YWCA? And if people want to join, how can they join or how can they find out more about the group? Great question. I mean, to be super clear, uh, we are here for all women and that's an inclusive and intersectional kind of definition. Um, so if you're someone that self-identifies as a woman, you know, no matter what your background, you are absolutely more than welcome to be part of our, our organisation and our co-papa. Um, people sometimes hear the YWCA and think back to, I guess, its Christian origins. Yeah. Um, and, like, we totally acknowledge that the YWCA was founded by Christian women of faith, uh, and we acknowledge the mahi that they've put in over, you know, over more than 100 years. Um, but the organisation today is secular, and we're being very, very explicit with our fund that we're setting up in Wellington, that it's for, you know, women of any background, of any religion, secular women, no matter what, you know, you're welcome to come and, and apply for our fund. Mm. Yeah. Talk a little bit about how people can find out about us. Yeah, sure. Um, I mean, I guess, again, like going back to accessibility. So, um, you know, we have a website, um, we have a page on the national website. So just ywca.co.nz. Um, and then we also have an Instagram page. So um, I think it's just YWCA, like Greater Wellington or something like that. Um, really easy to find. And I think, you know, we would really like people to interact with us in that way because we are trying to, I guess, um, encourage people to um, be able to, you know, um, I guess, be creative in the way that they want to engage with us because, again, it goes back to we don't want people um, not having access to us and having to fill out forms and go through all, you know, down these email loopholes. So um, even if you want to, like, tag us in your stories, like that is another way you can apply for the fund. If you want to do an Instagram video, you know, all that kind of stuff, um, it's all – we want it to be all, like, interconnected. Mm. That's That's awesome. So – I like how you raised the point about, you know, in the past it used to be associated with Christian woman because I feel like obviously because the word Christian is in the name YWCA, some people still associate it with being a very Christian-run organisation. So mm. it's good to know that anyone can apply for this fund. You just say what it's for and, you know, where the money's going to be spent. Um, and I think that will really help take away that stigma that, you know, because, again, speaking from the National Council of Women perspective, National Council of Women has also been around for 125 years. Right. And a lot of people have got this stigma about National Council of Women that might have been what NCW was 50, 60 mm. years ago, but mm. it's not like that anymore. So I find, um, and I feel like maybe the two of you, plus the rest of your board, might kind of be going through this whole thing where you're trying to show people that we're not that anymore. We're actually, you know, we're much more open and 
diverse now. Yeah, totally. Um, it's about acknowledging our past, but also being very firmly grounded in the present and, and, and who we want to be yeah. and our identity in, in Wellington. And I think that everyone on the board, you know, no matter what their background is, just so, so aligned to this vision of helping young women access funding in, in our yep. city. So, Is there um, an age bracket that people need to be to apply for this funding? I think we would be in big trouble if we tried to define the word young. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's why, because YWCA yeah. is young. So I'm like, what defines young? <laughs> I mean, it's a great question. Uh, I don't think we're going to put a strict age barrier on it. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But the intention is to help, you know, our younger generations in the capital. Yeah. Yeah. So um, you don't actually have to be a young woman to apply for the funding. Um, but the, the kind of the vision of the fund is that we are helping young women yep. and, and their own communities as well. So kind of wider than just themselves, their, their broader community. Yeah. Cool. That's good to know. Um, so on to the Wellington branch that the two of you are a part of. So I know there was no Wellington branch for a few years. I don't actually know how many years. Um, but there was only Auckland, Hamilton, Christchurch and Whangarei for quite a few years. Um, and now the Wellington branch has started up again this year, which is really good to see. Um, why did you decide to re-establish the Wellington branch and how was your journey in getting it started up again? Um, so with the why, the why was around in Wellington for quite a long time. Um, you know, it was part of the rich history of the why Aotearoa. Um, but they disestablished in around 2015 and I think at the time it had just been a case of the global financial crisis and a few key people leaving, and they sort of felt like they should kind of wind down to protect um, the funding that they'd already built up. Um, and so our um, former president, Camille Wrightson, um, she was part of the, the YL Teoroa board, and she sort of realised that there was this money sitting in a bank account that no one was using, um, and she had this vision of creating, restarting the Y in Wellington and creating this fund and just getting that money from where it was just sitting around helping no one out the door to communities who needed it. Yep. Um, so that's the whole reason that we, we kind of set up. But it's obviously this huge opportunity for us mm -hmm. now through the fund to build relationships with women in Te Whanganui Otara, um, and to think about what our future might be in Wellington. Yeah, well, that's good. Good to see that the money's being put to some use yeah. instead of sitting in a bank account doing nothing. And I guess that's the really exciting thing about um, doing, you know, the initial like funding round is that um, we can build a lot of relationships in terms of like getting to know um, the applicants and, you know, following along with the projects that end up getting funded um, after the round is closed because we want to make sure that we're, I guess, maintaining, you know, those relationships and those connections within the Greater Wellington mm -hmm. um, region. So how many rounds of funding do you think you'll have? Have you thought that far ahead? So we're pretty firmly focused on doing our first round this year just because we're going to learn a lot along the way. Yeah. Um, like if our whole vision is around making this fund as accessible and easy as possible for young women, then we want to be able to kind of tweak it and change the way that we approach things later if we find that there are barriers that are still preventing mm. young women, especially Māori women, from applying. Um, but we've definitely got scope and funding to have lots of funding rounds into the future over you know quite a number of years. 
Yeah. Okay. And who's on your Wellington board along with the two of you? (laughs) Great question. Um, (laughs) We have an awesome board of uh, eight wahine and they're just all utterly brilliant um, but come from completely different backgrounds Mm. and have completely different skills. Um, So we have uh, Dr. Susie, uh, Alicia, uh, Rihanna, Prabha, Devanga, uh, Pia and then Barbia and everyone has different whakapapa, different backgrounds, different kind of technical skills, you know, bringing together yep. digital excellence with, you know, marketing and, and, and legal intel. And, um, so it's kind of this beautiful mesh and yeah, it's a, it's a very rewarding thing to be part of. Yeah. And I think it, um, it's correct in saying that it is a majority like women of color. Mm. Um, and so I think that is again like part of that opportunity with re-establishing, you know, the Wellington branch is that we can, um, you know, create it in a way that is future focused and I guess aligns with, you know, our strategy um, on the page, which is, you know, honouring tetidity, ensuring that the organisation um, is sustainable and going forward um, and having that local impact. Mm-hmm. Yep, that's a, it sounds really good because again, like, I see so many similarities with what NCW is doing as well. Like yeah. even our even our current executive team for the Wellington branch is full of people of different from different cultures. And at the end of the day, that's what represents Wellington, right? Exactly. Like you can't just have people of one ethnic group because that's not what Wellington is. So it's really good to see that YWCA's got that as well. And um, I recognise some Indian names in there as well, which is really good. Um, Absolutely. Yeah, because I'm Indian as well. So I was like, oh, I recognise that name. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like a, good to see you've got Indian people on your board. We do. Um, and I think as well, like, you know, we want this fund to be successful. And, it, and we are the YWCA of Greater Wellington, right? We want to reach into every community. Yep. And so we have this, like, amazing asset, which is, like, our board members and, and all of the relationships and networks and, and communities that they're part of that helps us get our message out. Um, as widely as possible. Yeah. Yeah. So what is the YWCA's strategy for the future? So for Wellington, but also nationwide? Big question. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, obviously we're pretty new, having just re-established. And so kind of our biggest focus is on this fund and making it a success. So mm. starting with our first funding round and then hopefully scaling it up. Um, into the future, we haven't committed to anything yet as, as the YWCA Wellington um, but as Rihanna mentioned before we even started this whole process we sat down and we kind of put together a bit of a strategy about what we wanted our focus to be and there are kind of the three buckets of you know Tatiriti or Waitangi partnership, um, local impact so really grounded in Wellington and then sustainability so setting up our organisation so that we're just set for the future and that we can you know, start small, work on this fund, but then expand, hopefully, mm-hmm. and, 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 and reach out to our community and, and support it. So I don't want to give any spoilers away about what might be coming in the future, <laughs> but um, it's super exciting to start from this foundation of, a, hopefully, a brilliant fund that lots of people apply for. Yeah. Yeah, I can definitely imagine a lot of people applying for that fund. And it's also, it's just really exciting to see YWCA come back after, you know, more than seven years of not being in Wellington. And especially at a time where, you know, organisations and everything's actually closing down because of the pandemic, Mm. it's nice to see something starting up again. And 
I, I can see a lot of people like, you know, taking that on board and using whatever it is you can provide because like in the past, YWCA has done a lot of really good things for women. So yeah, good job on reestablishing this. I can't imagine it was easy at all to get it back off the ground, but good that you ladies did it. It's been a lot of work and a lot of cups of tea and um, korero, but um, it's just so satisfying to be at the point we are now where we can actually announce it going live 18th of July. Please apply. Um, We would love to have you. Yep. So if people want to follow you on Instagram, Facebook, or check out your website, can you just give out your social media handles for our listeners? Yes, absolutely. So we're on Instagram primarily. Um, So you can just type in YWCA Wellington um, and you'll find us and you'll also find all the other awesome YWCAs in in Aotearoa. Um, And then you can find out heaps of information about our board and our fund online um, at ywca.org.nz. Great. Um, Well, thank you so much for your time today, ladies. And I really hope everything goes well with this first round of funding. Um, I'm sure it will go well, and I'm sure you'll have so many applicants to choose from. But I can't wait to see what comes next from YWCA. Thank you.